someone there? I can hear you. Who is that? Who's in there? Welcome to another episode of Ion Horror. I'm one of your hosts, Smiles, and we also got Josh. What up, Josh? What up? And we got Chris. What up, Chris? I would like to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for all the fun games today on the High on Horror podcast because we are talking about the cultural phenomenon that was Saw. Um, do you guys want to cover any of the, the basics before we get into it, or are we just diving into Saw right now? I think we should talk about Saw. Like, Saw is a, outside of the movie itself, it's like a bigger discussion to be had because it did set off this entire genre in like a billion sequels. So, like, this was definitely like very groundbreaking series, and it was incredibly graphic, like the most graphic shit at the time. I am very surprised that there was not like large scale boycotts against these movies. I feel yeah, like there this were. is like the beginning of torture porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like, like this and hostile and wrong turn and all these movies were just like these gore fests. Even though this first one, besides the the traps that you see, like it isn't like there's a lot of regular kills that are yeah super gory. Like there's a lot of time in between the the sequels. Definitely, it's like. 
They're fucking tortured. Everyone's getting tortured every fucking second. They just kept putting more and more people in them. I remember the second one, the big hook was like, oh my God, there's like 12 people in this house and they're all dying in different ways. What the hell? <laughs> they become like games of mousetrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, this franchise is hard for me. I, I have Even though I clean up blood and guts for a living, like this shit's fucking intense. Uh, I remember the first time I saw the first movie was around the same time I saw the movie Dog Soldiers. Three in a row, yeah. I bring it up. But that was, like, the height of, like, small TV in a small, blackened, dark bedroom. And just me, like, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> like, fucking, how old? What year did this come out? 2004. So I saw it in probably 2005. So. It's the same same thing happened to me, uh, but I was 19, 18, I was 18 when I saw it, because it had been on tape for a little while, and it still scared the shit out of me. So intense, you're sitting there sweating, and you're like, oh my god, like, you, when you're that young, you're not prepared for a movie that starts with two people in a room going, they want us to chop through our feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched this when I was 12 years old. Like, I was, we were doing the math before we started recording. Maybe not the best thing to watch as a child because <laughs> it's really funny. Like, as I've gotten older, I'm so much more sensitive to, like, gore and stuff because I'm much more, like, empathetic with characters. Whereas at that time, I'm just like, I feel nothing. Like, it was... <laughs> <laughs> and, like, since I, like, graduated college and kind of grown up, I, like, kind of reflect on a period of time where, like, nothing would have disturbed me in terms of, like, a graphic <laughs> gruesome kill. And now I'm, like, if I see, like, a gnarly cut or something, I'm, like, ooh. Yeah, before weed, I was totally desensitized. I could watch these movies back to back. One weekend I did. I watched four of them in a row. And my dad Jesus. was just, like... We, we lived in a two-bedroom apartment at the time, and my dad was like, how? How are you still watching these right now? I feel fucking sick. And I was like, these are good movies, dude. <laughs> I feel like I've only seen all of these once and then seen clips of them on, like, sci-fi or whatever in the background. Like, and I wasn't really paying attention because I, I saw them all in theaters except for the first one. And they're just... They stick with you for a little while, but then thankfully it goes away. Like I don't remember, I don't remember anything. I couldn't tell you what kills are from what movies. I'm sure there's entire movies I forgot. <laughs> I there's so many. Yeah, I think I saw the first two like five to six times each, but then like outside of that, I haven't watched the rest of them more than once, except for like one or two maybe. Yeah, I've seen the first one like four or five times. Yeah. The, the rest of them, no. <laughs> I appreciate this franchise because they're all actually pretty different for being torture porn. Like, the setting changes, the characters change, and the traps change. But the premise stays the same, but they're all so different. Like, the second, one, the first one is two dudes in a bathroom. The second one is, like, a house of horrors. The third one is, like, an industrial plant where they grind up pigs and shit, right? <laughs> That one has the end of that one is the most gruesome one in my opinion. Like I can't handle that one anymore, where they twist the dude's limbs all off slowly. Ooh. Yeah, I can't handle that one. That fucked me up. Oh man, what did they call that? I was, uh, b believe it or not, I was looking up these traps last October because we were talking about it. <laughs> we were talking about it on Geek Peak, 
because we do an episode called Gut Fest, which is just like all gore movies. That's all we nice. talk about, and it's just look. Oh my God, that God, that particular <laughs> that particular trap has got to be one of the worst in the entire series. Yeah, I can't handle that one. Uh, the, the fourth one doesn't really stand out to me, except it's like, oh, the cop was the killer the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe the police are involved? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the fifth one is the one where it's like, if you had all worked together, you'd all be alive. Yes. That one is crazy. I like that one. That's where they saw through their own arms. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, if you would have all sawn through your own arms, you'd all be fine. But instead, you chose to kill somebody. And, like, yeah. each trap was just like that. It was awful. Um, the the name of that bone twisting thing is called the rack from Saw Three. <laughs> that one, the, the picture on this site of just the man's like, t- that's the thing that really fucks with me now. I think more than the actual gore is like I will like think about what it would be like to be in that situation, and that is like unbearable nightmare fuel. Yeah, like uh, Indian brush burn fucking hurts. I don't know what they call them now. <laughs> 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 like that shit would fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. We should say this is our second James Wan movie. Shout out to Kakoa Sean. <laughs> yes. uh, isn't this his first? Is this his first? I, I believe, believe so, yeah. Wow. And uh yeah, it didn't uh didn't age super great as someone who just watched it as far as like the filmmaking production of it. But the plot is still solid, but the acting ain't super great, and uh, the production is also not that great. The doctor especially is acting is honestly funny at points. Right? like Just like his line delivery for some things, you're like, <laughs> why does that sound like he's doing like a Shakespearean play right now? Yeah, Princess Bride be damned, that dude is not a good actor. <laughs> Wait, is um, so, is he the is he the main character of Princess he's Bride? He's the main character in the Princess Bride, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's the prince or whatever his name is. I just watched that movie for the first time like a month ago. I had never seen it before. That is very funny to me. I haven't finished it in my adult life, but you know, Andre the Giant walking around. Anybody want a peanut? That's pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess uh well, can we differentiate the rest of the movie? So we got up to five is what I know for sure. What happens in six? Saw six. No idea. Saw That's six. the one that starts off in like a storefront and like everyone in Times Square is watching people like fight through a trap or some shit, right? Is oh, it? Yes. Dude, I literally don't even remember that one. That one was like the least gory of all of them. It was it felt like a PG-13 movie even though there was a little bit of gore and a little bit of language. I swear it was PG-13. Maybe they came out with like a a light version of it on Netflix or something. All I know, let's see, it says the first two guys had their heads locked in head harnesses with screws aimed at their temples. One minute to carve out flesh from their body. Oh yeah, a pound of flesh. That was fucking gnarly. <laughs> oh my god and, uh, I think that's the last one I saw I don't know if more came out after that didn't uh, didn't Chris Rock buy it after that well you saw seven is the one with Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park where oh yeah he has his hands glued to the car steering wheel and like I guess it's like the, the pedals taped or something 
He's like melted to the car. That's what it was. Yeah, they melted his skin. Ugh. Gross. Um, and then I think there's one more after that. We've got, let's see, so Saw 7. I think the next one is Jigsaw. Yeah, the next one's Jigsaw. And then that one was my least favorite, personally. I don't know if you guys saw that. Well, Josh, you said you saw that one. Have you seen that one, Miles? No, I, I haven't seen Jigsaw or, or Spiral. Me neither. Dude, okay. Jigsaw, worth skipping, honestly. But I did like Spiral. Spiral was like, I was telling Josh um, before we started recording that, like, it kind of goes back to the original Saw's feel of like kind of being like a procedural detective kind of show to figure out like what's going on. And it's less emphasis on the kills. Um, but yeah, Spiral has some cool kills overall, though. It's I liked it. A lot of people hated it, though. <laughs> a lot of people hate this franchise in general, like a lot of people. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is a real niche thing. So we're talking about the first one, and uh, I think we'd be remiss not to mention that this is where escape rooms come from, is this movie, like, 100% invented <laughs> escape rooms, Yeah. and people do it for fun, they're like, oh, what month's end and why? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is very different. <laughs> so... Movie opens up with a glowing key falling on a guy's face who's underwater. We, his name is Adam, and he wakes up and he freaks out and he's like, starts yelling and he hears in the darkness, "There's no point in yelling. I've already tried." Probably dead. You're not dead. Who's that? Who's that? No point in yelling. I already tried. That. Turn on the lights. Which begs the question: How long was Adam underwater? Yeah, how did he not drown? It's just like, if this dude's already gotten exhausted yelling, that dude must just have a respirate. Like, I don't understand how the yeah. logic of that works. Adam is played by Lee Winnell, who wrote this movie and a couple of the other Saw movies. And then he became, like, a pretty decent director. He directed um, Reboot? Is that what it was called? Upgrade. Upgrade. Oh, that's yeah, a good and movie. He did, the invi- he did The Invisible Man. Like did really well. I liked oh, cool. The Invisible Man a lot, actually. I was. Su- I, like, I still I was, need to see it. I wanted to do it on here, so I haven't watched it. Yet. I was very surprised at how much I liked it. I thought I was going to dislike it. It was a bitchin' movie. Both those movies kick ass. So, good on yeah. this guy. And he wrote yeah. this one, you said? Yeah, him and James Wan were, like, partners for a while. Because he would direct... Like, he would, he also directed it and wrote Insidious 3. I think he wrote the first Insidious. Yeah, the first two. He also did, uh, I don't know if you guys like this movie. I personally do. I think it's creepy. Dead Silence. We talked about this. (laughs) Abomination. Dude, (laughs) I thought that movie is so fun. I I can't believe you guys, like, despise that movie, honestly. I thought it was, like, the, the, the silence thing is so creepy. You're literally the only person I've ever heard say anything good about that. What? Or what, what's the other one you love? Darkness Falls or whatever. Oh, I oh, love Darkness that's, Falls. That's got a nostalgic place in my heart, but yeah, I know that movie is stupid. That's probably one of the <laughs> yes. first horror movies I've ever seen. I love Darkness Falls. We'll have to cover that on here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God, what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> 
so I wrote, the editing is so early 2000s, because when they turn on the light, there's a dead body laying between them, the du- uh, Adam and, uh, what's his name, Gordon, and uh, there's a dead body laying there, he blew his own brains out, and the, the camera pans out, and then it zooms in on him, and there's like a scream that you hear in every like fast motion <laughs> thing in the early 2000s, where it's like, ah! And uh, it's there's no reason for it other than it's like the laugh track of horror movies. Like, <laughs> He's also in his underwear, and that's never explained. <laughs> <laughs> I took my clothes off. I thought it might help. <laughs> like, I left my T-shirt on, but fuck these pants. <laughs> no pants to be found anywhere, either. So he came into that room without pants. He was like, this is my brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he goes, what do you remember? And he goes, well... I uh, went to bed in my shithole apartment, and I woke up in an actual shithole. And uh, there's a few lines like that that just kind of stand out to me in my brain. And uh, Adam finds a little cassette in his pocket, and uh, Gordon finds a key in his pocket, and it doesn't fit into any of the locks. So they see the dead body has a recorder in his hand, so they find a way that Adam can get the recorder out, and he listens to the first recording. And uh, just a few choice lines. Like, every time Jigsaw speaks, it's actually pretty poetic. Uh, There's a line, he says, What do voyeurs see when they look in the mirror? Are you going to watch yourself die or do something about it? And I was like, (laughs) that's fucking awesome. (laughs) Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? And, uh, yeah, the other guy, his cassette that he finds says, your goal is to kill Adam by six or your whole family will die. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, they're just basically rooting around in this room trying to find clues for a while. Um, Do you guys have anything you want to say about anything up to this point or am I just going to keep on trucking? He has to fist that shit toilet and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty gross. Like... Why wouldn't you check the back of it that has clean water in it to begin with? <laughs> Which is where the next clue is. <laughs> it's in the back oh, of the toilet. So and gross. he's like, I wish I had tried this first. There's a bag in there. Do you guys ever watch uh, Honest Trailers? I love yes. Honest Trailers. The Honest Trailers were this. They said, filmed on location in your local Taco Bell bag. <laughs> 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 and it's always stuck with me because I'm like, it's so true. <laughs> it's amazing. It is something to note that the majority of this film takes place in this one room, which is why the budget was incredibly cheap and why it made an insane amount of money. And all, pretty much all the other locations are sets, like built tiny shits, like their his house where his wife is. Yeah. It's like, those are black walls. Those are just like curtains. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even a real place. <laughs> yeah, they, or anytime yeah. they drive, it's just like shaky cam. Yeah, there's a car in a black room. Dude, that <laughs> kills me. That's the one thing about the entire Saw franchise that I'm like, okay, I can get over all of the other ridiculousness, but this is stupid as hell. Stop filming it, like. Fucking <laughs> Danny Glover. Danny Glover's the man. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, Danny Glover is pro- is definitely the biggest actor in this, but they're also like, yo, we got the dude from Princess Bride up in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> he was in Days of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Adam finds two saws in a trash bag in the back of the toilet, and. In the trash bag is also something that he just chucks away that comes back later in the film. 
So he throws uh, Gordon one of the saws, and they realize they aren't supposed to cut through the chains. They're supposed to cut through their feet. Ooh. And uh, that's something from a trailer that will forever stick with me. We've been talking about trailers a lot, especially from this era. But, like, that being the tagline of this movie is just, like, nobody thought of anything like that before this shit. It was so... You're like, what is happening? Like, you start to... When you when I watched this the first time, I started, like, putting the pieces together. I was like, so this guy is just forcing them to, like, mutilate themselves and kill each other? Like, that, like holy shit, this is hardcore. Yeah, you gotta make sacrifices if you want to live. <laughs> If you've done the slightest thing wrong in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Adam breaks his saw and he gets pissed off and he throws it against the mirror and a chunk of the mirror falls off and they quickly discover at some point here pretty soon that it's actually a two-way mirror and that they're being videoed the whole time. Where did he get the money for this shit? (laughs) Yeah, the guy who like sets all this stuff up. It would take me He's eight like years. He's like the fucking Riddler in the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you getting the money to make these elaborate traps? He, he's got fucking robots. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a mastermind who works really, really fast for a dude with lung cancer, which we learn in later movies. <laughs> um, so Gordon actually happens to have information about what's actually happening to them because he was a suspect of the jigsaw murders that were happening five months before. <laughs> Gordon was the suspect in a scene where there's a big fat guy in a cage of, of razor wire that has to find his way out, but he's so fat, and it's like, how dare you be fat? Now, cut your own fat off to get out of here. <laughs> and yeah. I like to believe that some of these traps you could totally survive, but there was no damn way that dude was getting out of there. Victims of 46-year-old male died of massive blood loss, mostly through the femoral artery. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, even if you hadn't panicked, like, I guess the point is you can get through it and you'll still be fucked up, but it's like, some of them, it's like, there's no way you'd get through it. You'd get out of this. Like, that's just cheating. Another one that they, like, show during, like, close to that, uh, razor wire death is the candle one which oh, is yes. fucking impossible like how the hell do you survive that <laughs> it's just co- yeah that shit has fumes dog combinations <laughs> all over all along the walls and you're supposed to use a candle to read them and then walk and put the combo in and then continue doing that like what while you're slathered in a flammable substance yeah, like come on dude and the floor is covered in broken glass yep <laughs> yeah. What did that guy do? Tax evasion? <laughs> <laughs> I saw you fucking jaywalking on the street. Yeah. The sign was red, asshole. <laughs> You're being so reckless with your life, running a red light. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, uh, they flash back to Gordon being a suspect. They find his pen at the fat guy thing. And, um... Gordon it's is, a setup. It's a, it is a setup. Uh, Gordon is actually a doctor who's making rounds with all of his new residents, and uh, they find this guy who has lung cancer. Spoiler alert: the bad guy of the movie. And uh, one of the orderlies <laughs> is like, his name is John, and he's a very special person. And Gordon's just like, 
Oh, you're a fucking doofus. And, uh... Well, he is an orderly named... What's his name? Zip? Uh, His name... Zed. Or wait. I think it's Zep. Zep, Zep. yes. That's what it was. Zep. (laughs) Yes. So... Zep. Zep the orderly. He's just kind of like, Zep is a little special around (laughs) (laughs) And everyone laughs in his face. Yeah. He became somehow more famous off of doing Lost after this. So he's a, he's a pretty good actor, but this is his like this is how he got found. That was the death uh, sentence for the doctor. The moment that he insulted insulted Zepp in front of those other doctors yeah, in training. <laughs> Zepp probably planted the idea for it to be the doctor. He's like, you know, with this fuck face here, he didn't cure your cancer and he's cheating <laughs> on his wife. And he was like, Oh yeah? <laughs> he's like, Yeah, fucking embarrass me again, will you asshole? <laughs> Um, so Danny Glover and his partner who plays Miles in Lost, I don't remember his name in this movie, but he's an Asian dude named Miles. So that stuck with me. Um, they found Gordon's pen and they like bring Gordon to the station and are like, is this yours? And they hand him a bag of evidence. Not how police do things. Also, doctors are known for handing out their pens. (laughs) This is also true. (laughs) So um, they're basically like, what's your alibi? And he's like, I was banging this whore over here. Don't tell my wife. (laughs) And uh, wink one of my medical students. Yeah. (laughs) And um, they're like, well, why don't you listen to this gal's story? And they bring in Amanda, who is a pivotal character in this entire franchise. And a pivotal character in the blob. She is? Who's she in the blob? Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot. The main character. (laughs) Really? Oh, shit. Sorry. <clears throat> also, the guy from Lost Name is Detective Singh. Detective Singh. Yes, he... Uh, so they uh, they ask Amanda about her story. She's the only one who made it out of one of Jigsaw's traps. Who wants to tell me the story of Amanda? I'll, I'll go for it. I woke up. All I could taste was blood. <laughs> and metal. She woke up in a room with a reverse bear trap on her head. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she was Which was Oh yeah, go ahead. Because she's a prostitute yep. and a drug addict. Yep. <laughs> so her second chance at life is she's she has like a mouth guard a metal mouth guard in her mouth and when a timer goes off, it'll rip her jaw open and like crack her head in half. Unless she uh cuts a key. Cuts open a this <laughs> dead person's stomach. And gets a key out, and she's like, all right. And she starts to do it, and the guy's not dead. <laughs> He's very much alive. Yeah. And then she has to stab him to death and and then find the key in his guts. Oh, me guts. Oh, me guts. He's a semi-famous person. He plays, like, one of the main characters in the movie Wanted. And I feel oh, like really? I've seen him. He's one of those dudes that you're like, oh, I've seen him. He does speaking roles in movies, but he's never, like, important <laughs> except for in that movie. So, but in this one, he didn't have a speaking role. He was paralyzed, and uh, she gutted him, and she got out of the trap just in time. And who comes rolling up to her? It's the puppet on a tricycle. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, he. Uh, so congratulations! Congratulations! You now have uh, an appreciation for life. And she said, "He helped me." And that's when you know, like, oh, this bitch is fucked up from this shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So then we uh, we reveal that there's a two-way mirror, and uh, 
he's Adam is yelling at the camera. He goes, "This is." He's throwing shit at it, and he goes, "This is the most fun I've ever had without lubricant," and uh, that shit made me laugh. <laughs> um, and of course, being the doctor, Gordon is, says, uh, "To overcome something, you have to understand what a perfect engine it is. That's how you fight disease." So he completely appreciates and respectfully fears the jigsaw. Like, Adam doesn't seem to have any uh, respect for it, but the doc is just like, yo, no, like, we're in a dire situation, and we need to play by the rules, whereas Adam's like, fuck the rules. Um, so then we get a flashback to Gordon getting paged on his pager. What year did this come out? <laughs> <laughs> 2004. 2004, pagers were still a thing, and... Uh, He's going to put his kid to bed because there's a scary man in her closet. And they don't check the closet. They're just like, ain't no scary man. Why don't you lay down? I'm going to be back. But there is a scary there man. There is a scary right man there. in the closet. <laughs> Zup. Zup. And um, so he goes to leave. <laughs> I love it. She goes, there's no one. I'll be right back. There's no one in your closet. And she comes back and there's literally a hooded man <laughs> <laughs> lurking over the bed with both arms on. <laughs> Yeah, he's covered in her blanket for some reason. Like, it's so goofy. But that comes after Gordon decides to go and visit his mistress who just paged him. And his wife is onto his bullshit. She's like, no, you, what are you doing? Why are you going to pretend like you're happy in this relationship? And he's like, oh, don't say things like that, sweetheart. And uh, can't tell if he's intentionally being a bad actor or if he's just a bad actor. But I'm leaning towards the last one. And um, so he goes away, and as soon as he goes away, Zep's there to grab the family. Um, he also has to fake an American accent, because I believe he's British. Mm. So, and he's not the greatest. <laughs> Zep mob, where you at? <laughs> All you people out there, hit us with that Zep mob hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to see... Danny Glover is stalking the doctor and he's watching through like a telescope that he sees some shits going on in Gordon's house. So, um, then it cuts back to Danny Glover dropping, uh, dropping Gordon off at his house. And, uh, the guy's like, I'm, I'm a surgeon. I help people. And Danny Glover says, you know, a few months back, we arrested a dentist two blocks from here. The sewer lines run under this neighborhood, too. So there's a little bit of foreshadowing there as to what's going to happen. But either way, he's like, I think you fucking did it, Doc. So um, that goes on to uh, Danny Glover is obsessed with watching the videos after that, trying to figure out what happened to Amanda, how they got out of it, whatever, whatever. And he finds a clue that leads them to the Jigsaw's hideout. Back up. Who needs it? We got Detective Sun. Sing. Sing. I've got a raging clue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Detective Sing goes into this place and cocks his shotgun over and over and over and over again. <laughs> For no reason. No bullets come flying out. He's just, every time he comes around her, there's a corner. There's another corner. <laughs> Least least gun savvy scene in the movie so they uh they make their way through this uh this trap filled sewer to find that there's a dude who's chained to a chair and there's two power drills moving towards his head 
John. Yeah, luckily he had a victim there waiting for when these police officers showed up. Yep, so they pull guns on Jigsaw, and they're like, get on the ground, mother sucker. And he's like, what will you choose, to save an innocent life or to take me in? Sick from the disease eating away at me inside. Sick of people who don't appreciate their blessings. Sick of those who scoff at the suffering of others. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like he's coming home from the store, but he's wearing a fucking bright red robe with a hood on. <laughs> and he's he looks like a red assassin's creed <laughs> <laughs> so danny glover's got a gun on him the other guy is shooting at the drills trying to get the drills to stop and during all the commotion jigsaw slashes danny glover's yeah. throat he literally has an assassin's creed blade. <laughs> it's like it comes out of his off. wrist and it, yeah but it's like the size of a goddamn sword <laughs> he didn't know those cops were coming does he always walk around with a sword on his forearm just like just in case i need to punish somebody <laughs> maybe he... just in case i see somebody litter <laughs> you guys don't think that he knew for sure he might have planted he had, the like, trap a... but Came in, walk, walk, he walked in carrying like a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> like he'd just been at Costco or something. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Having steakums for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so he slashes Danny Glover's throat and uh, Detective Song? Sing. 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 Damn it. You guys know I'm the worst with names. Sing chases yeah. after him. And he trips a wire, and he gets his brains blown out by a shotgun, and Jigsaw gets away. By a bunch of shotguns. That was crazy. <laughs> he just fucking, it's obliterated. And, and the uh, whole time, Danny Glover's just holding his slit throat going, Sir! <laughs> Sir! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's down. Danny Glover needs five months to recover, but he's convinced it's the fucking doctor, which is why well, he's many, talking him. How many people get their throat lightly slit? I mean, he was an old man with lung cancer. How much weight you think he's got behind that swing? I mean, it was a long blade. It was <laughs> he's lucky he didn't get his head cut off. <laughs> um, we, get the, so, uh, we get the Danny Glover performance of whisper acting the entire rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gravel voice. <laughs> Gravel voice. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I don't have a gravelly voice, or I'd do one. Um, <laughs> so, meanwhile, um, he's like, uh, what's his name? The, the doctor is like, you want to see pictures of my kids? And he throws his wallet at Adam, and Adam finds a picture in it of the wife and kid, like, tied up. And there's a clue on the back that says, like, something like, turn off the lights, you dummy. And uh, so they turn off the lights, and the lights charged up some UV paint on the wall. And there's an X on the wall by the doctor. So the doctor busts the tiles open, and he pulls out a lockbox, where that first key unlocks the lockbox, and in there is a pack of cigarettes and a cell phone. Cell phone doesn't make outgoing calls. Back then, there was a thing that you could turn on that would jam cell phones if you were near it. <laughs> so, like, literally, they use that multiple times in this movie. And, um, so the, his mission is to kill Adam. So there's a note in there that says there's poison in that blood over there that from the guy who killed himself, <laughs> you can literally put it on that cigarette and kill him with a cigarette. You don't have to shoot him. So, uh, the doctor turns the lights back off and whispers like, I'm going to throw you a pretend poison cigarette. You should pretend die after you smoke the pretend poison cigarette. And he's like, okay. 
they turn the lights back on and they go through this hokey pokey ass terrible acting on purpose fucking like poisoning shtick where the guy goes fucking <laughs> falls over and pretends to die. Oh, me guts! <laughs> he, guts. he clicks a lot. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, dramatically falls down, to which the jigsaw electrocutes the fuck out of him. He's like, nope, he's not dead. Um, so, eventually, uh, he's like, I did my best. He's like, you fucked this up. You're the bad guy. He's like, no, I didn't. My name's Adam. And Adam throws the picture at Gordon and is like, that's how I knew, motherfucker. So then uh, Gordon is real pissed. Then we reveal that Adam got grabbed in his apartment in his dark room while he was taking, while he was processing pictures of Gordon. By a pig man. By the pig man. Pig face. So he cuts the power. Pig face cuts the power. And Adam is walking around taking pictures. What an effective horror thing. Like, it's become a trope now, but I don't think it was before that. Yeah, that scene's very scary. Yeah. The pigs in these films are actually kind of terrifying. And they all yeah, wear the for, red robe. <laughs> Why do they have a? Yeah, because it's. I think it's it's Zep, right? Mm-hmm. Dressed up as a pig man. And Why do they have the black wig on though? <laughs> they look exactly like the bad guy from Malignant. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's three of them. So you got which they reveal in the second movie. You got Jigsaw, the regular guy. You got Zep, and you got Amanda. Amanda's and how's Jigsaw guy. snagging anybody? You got lung cancer. You could cough at any moment. You can't be sneaking up on people. That means He's the my guy man took out two cops. <laughs> that means my man <laughs> Zep is going double time over here. Zep mob, where you at? <laughs> Zep mob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Adam is flashing his camera, trying to find him. He gets grabbed by either Zep or Amanda, and then it cuts to the phone ringing in the bathroom, and Gordon's family is on the phone. And they say, don't believe Adam's lies. He knows who you are. Uh, And I said, Adam is a good, intentionally bad actor. Like, he's not a bad actor in this movie. The guy from The Princess Bride is way worse actor. Way worse. I feel like everybody kind of acts like that in this movie, though. Like, like, was it a note or something? (laughs) Like, everyone, tone it down a little bit. We're not swinging for the fence. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Princess Bride guy could have definitely gotten some shit out of this movie if he wasn't just like, my family! <laughs> you have my family! <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like he's terrible. But Adam's like, you know me, I'm your friend! <laughs> he's like, you're a fucking terrible liar! So then, uh, Adam, the score finally starts to, like, build. You know, we're getting the, like, the, the, the ground notes of an incredible score. And the score is composed by Mr. Charlie Clauser. Do you guys know who he is? Yeah, he Klauser. is one of, one of the founding members of the Nine Inch Nails. Oh, that makes does, a lot of sense. Yes, he does a whole lot of movie stuff now. Like, he did the theme for Wolf Creek. I once got, like, a Best of Charlie Clauser Scores album. And uh, it's just, like, all of it is pretty similar, but also really, really creepy and good. And he does all the Saw movies, and they're slightly different. But, yeah. It's funny, because Trent Reznor does a bunch of horror movies now, too. Yeah, and he does Disney movies now. Come on. Trent Reznor. What do you do? He he did Halloween. Did he? Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he, he... 
think the movie Soul. You guys ever listen to that? Ever watch that, really? Wait, Trent Reznor did the score? He worked on it. Oh, yeah, yeah wow. like the crazy piano stuff. It's Trent Reznor. He's an amazing musician, obviously. He's Trent Reznor. But yeah, Charlie Klauser, one of the founding members of Nine Inch Nails, put in the year 2000. So this is his next big adventure after that is making the score for this movie, and people are like, fucking Charlie Klauser, bro! <laughs> so, yeah, he's amazing. Um, so then we cut to Gordon. He got a picture taken of him as he's, like, going to uh, his to see his mistress in a Fleabag hotel, and he breaks it off with her, and he gets grabbed by Pigface in the parking garage. And it turns out Adam was hired by Danny Glover to investigate him. And Adam tells him, I must remember something about him. I can't. You're telling me you don't remember a thing about the guy. I told you, I don't... Oh, for fuck's sake! I give up. He's a tall black guy. He's got a scar around his neck, okay? And uh, you could say that Gordon's not happy about that. Yeah. Danny Glover's not on the force anymore because he's gone crazy because his partner got killed in front of his face. (laughs) By a fucking shotgun ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, just one shotgun away. hanging, but a ceiling of shotguns. <laughs> when I get up in the middle of the night, sometimes I'm like, oh, I forgot that I put this hamper here and I fucking trip over it. <laughs> or I'm like, oh, I had that thing plugged in and I trip on that shit. How did this dude know, like, oh, skip over this one. There's eight loaded shotguns right here and we're going to keep going. Oh, don't mind the landmines. Like, come on. <laughs> I guess he's smarter than me, like, to be fair. He, he fucking, he, he Kevin McAllister did. <laughs> he jumped over the tripwire. I'm so jealous you guys did that episode of mm. FNBN where you talked about if Kevin McAllister was the young Jigsaw. Yeah, he grew up to be Jigsaw. Dude. He totally Confirmed. did. Confirmed. He saw, he saw Zepp in himself. A little. It's a multi-film <laughs> conspiracy. Go listen to the episode. <laughs> So Adam finds a pic of the bad guy Zepp the orderly in his garbage bag full of pictures that gets revealed. And uh, then Gordon's like, I know that fucking guy. That's Zepp. What a piece of shit. (laughs) Fuck that little dude. (laughs) That's that mentally challenged boy. I made fun of him in front of all my colleagues. (laughs) And uh, he goes, oh, no, look. And they're officially out of time. It's officially six o'clock. And... uh, what happens? Oh, um, the wife is, uh, while Zepp is watching everything on camera, his, uh, Gordon's wife finally gets out of the restraints and is like, oh shit, it's about to get real. And, uh, Zepp comes and he's just like, well, rules are rules. And she, he calls, uh, Gordon to be like, you get to tell him that you, that he messed up. And, uh, the wife gets the gun away from him. There's a struggle. There's guns going off. And Danny Glover comes busting in. And then there's more gunfighting and wrestling and everybody's fighting. And <laughs> Danny Glover's the worst shot in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they're all the worst shots in the world. Nobody gets <laughs> fucking... This is a James Wan movie. <laughs> <laughs> he made up for it malignant. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, they, uh, they're wrestling, fighting. And all Gordon can hear is that there's gunshots and women screaming and all kinds of people fighting. So he kind of... He goes a little fucking bonkers. That's some of his worst acting, though. The, the moment where he <laughs> should be like, winning an Oscar? No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just crying on himself. There's one point he answers the phone. He's like, I know it's you, you son of a bitch. And she's like, Gordon? And he's like, honey? <laughs> it just goes from 100 to zero like just like oh. <laughs> it's 
so bad. Um, so he should have been winning an Oscar right now, but instead he's pulling moves like that. Uh, and the makeup is really bad at this point. Everyone's covered in white dust, but it's really just like <laughs> patchy concealer. Like it just looks terrible. They all and, look like uh, they got antiqued. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They're a little worn. They're a little worn. Uh, and then Gordon gets shocked like crazy for some reason, and there's a car chase. Danny Glover is chasing after Zep. Yeah. Yes, but everyone's getting shocked like crazy, and nobody's dying from it. But uh, Gordon, or yeah, Gordon is getting zapped, and uh, the there's a car chase. Danny Glover is chasing after Zep, and it keeps cutting shaky cam back and forth between the two of them with a black screen in the background. It felt so real. <laughs> <laughs> dude that shot it felt very weirdly like 80s and not in a good way like not the cool 80s stuff but like the <laughs> like the bad 80s all the stuff. transitional 80s car work that was never actually cars driving that's exactly what it felt like yeah it was uh not good and then um danny glover chases him into the original hideout with the shotguns and stuff and he fights with Zep, and Zep ends up shooting him. And uh, Zep comes busting into the bathroom, and he's like, "Rules are rules." And uh, but just before he gets there, Gordon saws off his own foot. <laughs> and uh, not as grotesque as I was expecting, but pretty intense. Yeah, it's not like they, they're not in there showing you the, the blade going through the meat and all this shit. You see some blood shooting up and him chewing on a fucking tourniquet. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was, uh, it's still not pleasant to watch somebody cut their own limb off. Mm-hmm. And, nope. uh. <laughs> but the effects to him having no limb is just, look, we, we draped this tourniquet over his leg. There's no foot under there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's still the same size and everything. <laughs> Like, I'm, yes, that's a hard thing to do unless you're using CGI, but come on. Skeleton budget, bro. They they really... Dig a trench. <laughs> they spent so much on Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Gordon gets the gun and shoots the fuck out of Adam. Adam goes down, and uh, Zep comes busting in, and he's like, you failed. Rules are rules. And, Come on, um, Chris, one last time before he gets it. Zep Squad. Zep Mob. Zep Mob. <laughs> the, hero, the hero of our story has arrived. <laughs> He's on scene. He's there to kick ass and take names. <laughs> In this pod, we stand Zep. <laughs> uh, so Zep comes to blow, uh, blow Gordon's brains out. <laughs> Zep comes in to blow. I don't know. That, feel like we're on Beavis and Butthead now. That one got you. All right. No, um. It's just the contrast of me being like, this is the hero of our story. And then you're like, and then he walks in and blows our main character's brains out. Well, he goes to, and uh, Adam is still alive, and he kills him with the fucking toilet seat, or the, the, the back of yeah, the toilet. <laughs> he got shot him. in the shoulder, but somehow he bludgeons a man to death with both hands. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Um, so yeah, they, uh, they, uh, he kills him and then, uh, Adam gets shocked to death. If I'm not mistaken, I turned it off basically right at this point 
and they reveal yeah, Gary, uh, what's his name crawls away out of the room he's like I'll, I'll come back for you i'll come back as he's like pale white because he's bleeding to death <laughs> yes and um it it's the big reveal one of the biggest twists in movie history the dead yeah. guy on the floor was actually jigsaw and he completely get, forgot about him. Yeah. He Romeoed himself. Yeah. And he gets up and he shocks Adam to death and he goes to close the door and he, oh, he doesn't shock him to death. He just like turns off the lights and he goes, game over. And he closes the door and that's how the movie ends. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you, not anymore. And then the credits, you just hear Adam screaming the whole time. <laughs> I know what, they shocked the fuck out of him again, but they don't kill him, I don't yeah. think. What are your thoughts you know, on this twist alive. the first time you guys saw it? I couldn't believe it. I would completely forgotten about the man. <laughs> Blew my fucking Which mind. is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're a fucking dead guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I was shook. It's like, holy shit, he just got up. What? Well, he also he gets up like a zombie. His eyes are like glowing. <laughs> He's like, <"Arr!"> <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He's an eighty-year-old man that's been laying on the floor for six hours. Like, I yeah. would be too. Just like, oh my back. <laughs> and you have lung cancer. You didn't cough. Like, you're not. You aren't dead. You were just basically asleep. Like, you didn't snore. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's he had a rock-hard boner that whole time. That's why he's wearing <laughs> underwear. So, yeah, he, uh, he that shit fucking blew my mind when I was young. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I wondered what was going on with him, like why he was the way he was, but you just assume he's a, a former victim, you know? Yeah. No, he's he's the guy. It's an amazing, amazingly made movie. The, the writing is really what makes this movie what it is. Like, the special effects were kind of, meh, but the... the high concept torture is like that's some serious shit that did not exist back then now they're a dime a dozen we get torture porn every year but this was like the birth of a genre so like i don't know man and i know that's your jam chris it's also yeah it's i agree with everything you just said i mean it it changed the way that like it created a new horror subgenre which is always cool but it's interesting to me one thing that kind of set uh, jigsaw apart is like the whole movie they're preaching about how he's like doing this to make them appreciate their life more and then like you finally realize that he is the man laying on the floor so he didn't even care about witnessing any of the events leading up to one of them killing the other or both of them dying all he cared about was just putting him through the trap and i felt like it further reinforced that because he was knocked the fuck out and it's not like it was it was like a live feed or whatever it wasn't recording Cause uh, it, technology that is a little sketchy in 2004 or whatever the fuck, but yeah. But my point being that like, it just like further galvanizes his intention. He doesn't care to watch, like he'll watch to make sure you don't get out of the trap, but he's not worried about like reliving it. Like some other killers, like serial killers are, you know? So fucking like horror icon to the max. Like this, it was the birth of a new icon Everybody, when you see the little puppet on a tricycle, which, by the way, what? Uh, <laughs> every time you see it, it's it's a thing. What's with the pigs and the tricycle puppet? Why is that a thing? I don't. They know. never I give don't us know a reason to do jigsaw puzzles. Just had to have a theme, I guess. 
don't yeah. know, but they use hacksaws. They don't even use like fucking jigsaws in it. A jigsaw. Well, it's because he cut. He he's called Jigsaw because he cuts a jigsaw piece out of their skin. After oh, that's dead. right. Yeah. That's his little trophy. Because they have a missing piece of them, which. You good? It was, it was a very loud belch. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked like you were gonna throw up all over yourself. No, well, sort of, but no. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, any other closing thoughts on Saw, my boys? There is some like convenient writing. Like the fact that the keys went down the drain right at the beginning of the movie. Like, what if he had gotten it? <laughs> like, they would have just unlocked themselves and walked out, and everything would have been fine. Well, he had a loaded gun. He would have just been like, "Oh, you you fucked up. You broke the rules. Bang bang." Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he was he was like sedated. Yeah. Hmm. Like he he fucking he Romeoed himself. He took something to lower his heart rate so he'd just be unconscious for X amount of time. I guess you are just laying in front of a surgeon. It would be a good idea to do something like that, huh? Yeah. I mean, when in doubt, you count on your guy, Zed. Zep. <laughs> Zep. <laughs> Zep squad. Well, like, the, <laughs> the point is they're supposed to get out. Like, they're supposed to have a chance to get out. Yeah. But that would have been way too easy of a chance if you just woke it up and got the keys and were like, oh, all right, here you go. <laughs> Yeah, well, your family. like the way he had it rigged was like he had a chain on the toe of Adam, like linking to the the drain spout and the key was just floating in there. So like the moment Adam woke up, like startled, he was going to like unclog it. So I guess it was kind of like, I don't really see how he would have not done that because he woke up in a bathtub in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's no like... We don't know how long he was in there. That fucking yeah, that's true. Thing could have floated up near his face, and it wouldn't have went down. The it was on his face when he float. when he opened his eyes. It was on his face. Yeah. So, but they, uh, I think it's the end of it's either the second one or the third one picks up exactly in that exact point and shows the guy like trying uh, the doctor trying to get out, and he's like bleeding out, and a cop finds him right then. And it's revealed that, like, the whole plot of that movie was taking place during the first one. Is it the third movie or the second movie? Second movie. Second movie. Because they're in the House of Horrors right above it. That's Bro. right. Oh, The House of Horrors. Dude. Yeah, that has, like, literally my nightmare. The syringe pit. That's what like, I think of, when too. I, oh. When I saw that, I was like, this is my fucking nightmare. <laughs> I, would, I would kill myself. <laughs> my dad and I watched the second Saw movie. It was new when he moved into his apartment. And we didn't have anything. We didn't have anything unpacked. We didn't have his furniture. But we had what was called a flat screen TV. It was a box TV with a flat screen. And uh, we had a DVD player (laughs) that I have downstairs right now, the same DVD player. And the way we christened his new apartment as father and son was we watched that. And I was like, I don't think I can handle these movies. This is you didn't tell me these were going to be so fucked up because you saw the first one, Miles. (laughs) So, yeah, that that shit is uh, forever ingrained in my brain. The syringe pit and the girl who sticks her arms up like so whacked out and like hungry and thirsty. She just sticks her arms up through the box of mirrors and she can't pull her hands out because of the way it's rigged. Those two things are what I think of when I think of this franchise. So they're from the second movie. Do you think that arguably makes the second one better? I like the second one better. I I haven't seen the second one in forever. Yeah. To say whether or not it's better. That's that's my favorite one in the in the franchise. Something kind of funny though. This movie won a Teen Choice Award when it came out. <laughs> 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 Under their thriller category. Jesus Christ. Hell yeah though. Yeah. 
This, the second one has some cube vibes, though, because there's, like, one guy that's just the boss of everybody because he can't handle the situation. So he's the guy that throws Amanda into the syringe pit, and she, like, yeah. she tiptoes around it, and they're running out of time, and she just starts raking them away. Oh, my God. That shit is so gnarly. <laughs> I read anyway. something about, like, when they did that scene, they had to, like, individually put syringes in that were clean to make sure mm-hmm. and like dummy ones and at some point some like actual syringes got mixed in because i guess they had like put something on the tips so it wasn't stabbing them and Ooh. some real ones got mixed in so they had to like pull all of them out and then redo the entire thing like the whole oh pit <laughs> jesus that's so fucking Fuck awful oh <laughs> yeah uh that's saw one I'm sure we'll end up on more of the franchise. Somebody among us wants to do a whole month of them, and that person's a psychopath. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> he wants to play a game. Uh, so what do you guys think with this rating system should be? Zep, Zep Squads is a good option, but... Zep Squads. <laughs> <laughs> 2004. <laughs> Call your boy. <laughs> it was Sewage Toilet. I feel like Sewage Toilet was a standout moment. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, like hand saws <laughs> would be yeah. the low-hanging yes. fruit, but how I... many saws does saw get? Like, no, nah, come on, we can do better than that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm good with. Uh... Was it shotgun ceiling? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> All right, how many shotgun traps out of five? Do oh, you get oh, saw? shotgun, oh, you got a one? shotgun chandelier, the shotgun yeah. chandelier, <laughs> yes. Good. All right. Um, who wants to go first? How many shotgun chandeliers? Five. Five shotgun chandeliers. I'm going to go. I think I'm going five as well. This Kakoa movie. Shaw rides again. Yes. James Wan, you can't miss me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're talking about Insidious. But otherwise, yes. <laughs> Fuck give yeah, us, Kakoa Give Shaw us your fruit. horror movie Aquaman film. James Wan. <laughs> yeah. He was going to make one called The Deep. Yeah. I'm about that life. Amber Heard shits all over the sea. <laughs> <laughs> they like get down to the deepest, darkest part of Mariana's trench and she's just down there pooping. <laughs> she sta- I stared into the void and it stared back into me. <laughs> uh, speaking of the void, uh, there's a void in our listeners' hearts. They need some merch. Yeah, there's a void on your chest because you ain't covered in our drip drip. <laughs> you definitely want one of those Kakoa Shaw shirts. These things are um, gnarly, So if you want to cop dope. some merch, I believe it is hhonhpod.threadless.com. Uh, we don't make a lot of money off of it, but we'd love it if you sported some shirts and tagged us in socials. We will happily respond. Speaking of socials. Hell yeah. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, at HonHPod. We post stuff all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, our lives aren't that tough compared to the people in this movie. So, uh, just remember that life's tough, so why not get... La-da-da, la-da-da.